Welcome, everyone, to Game 3 of the WNBA Finals, New York Liberty, Las Vegas Aces, 2-0 in favor of the Aces, as Cajun Theory, Danny Castle, and myself, Spencer Byers, bringing you our live reactions to Game Number 3, which, Cage could be the last game of this series. Mm -hmm. uh, the way these two games have gone, if... Game three is any indication of the first three game, uh, two games. We're going to be celebrating the crowning of the Aces going back to back for the, fir the first WNBA team to do so since the LA Sparks back in 0102. And um, and we we and I don't know if you just saw this graphic, but um, there was a graphic between Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson. Brianna Stewart's averaging 17 and a half points per game. It's a current MVP. Asia Wilson, 22.5 points per game. I think now, the shooting percentage is Cajun was more telling. Exactly. 29% for Brianna Stewart. I think it was 63% for Asia Wilson, but it was in the 60s for sure. And the difference, difference with that is... Um, Asia Wilson's getting to her spots and her team's finding her in those spots. Brianna Stewart not only is not getting to her spots consistently, but she's not being put in positions to succeed too. Um, a lot a lot of outside shooting, as we talked about in the aftermath of game two. And um, she and John Quill Jones, who's had a really good series, seems to be the only bright spot on this Liberty roster thus far. Need to establish their their presence on the inside in in front of a packed Barclays Center. Well, Cage, I got to be honest here. We talked we talked throughout this these two games, um, specifically about the Liberty, like they were out of it in the second half in Game One. <clears throat> Pardon me. They were basically out of it from the end of the first quarter in Game Two, and something that Sandy Brundello, the head coach of New York Liberty, said in the locker room as I showed the sound of the game or whatever they call it for the little gimmick they show in the locker room with the cameras. And obviously the coaches said a lot more than this. It's just what they recorded. But Sandy Mardell at the end of her team talk before they came out for warmups was we are not the hunted. We are the hunter. And if the New York Liberty do not come out as the hunter in the first quarter, they will not win this game because they got boat raced in game two in the first quarter. Bad they got boat raced. They made it close going into the half and then got absolutely whitewashed after that. The, set, the first game, it was the third quarter that they got absolutely steamrolled and couldn't, couldn't make it back. So every single game in this series, again, only two because it was a best of five, first to three. If the Liberty do not start well and get themselves to a lead, because they have not been able to hold the Aces for 40 minutes. Not even for really 20 minutes. The Aces have had a great quarter. At least a great quarter. If not two to three. In both games. So the Liberty need to have a great quarter. To put themselves up. To make the Aces have to fight back. Because the Aces have never really fought back in this, in this series cage. They've always been ahead. They've always been a front runner. You know? I want to see Liberty force the Aces to do something else. Because if they can't in this game cage, 
then it'll be a lot of unanswered questions between these two teams of what could have been, what could have happened. Mm-hmm. And I will mention that Cajun's background noise is because he's at the union, Cajun getting ready for the job that actually pays his bills. Hey, this will pay our bills. One day, maybe. Uh, Down the line. So. Oh, come on now. Uh, divide that by 10. We should be good. But I am really curious to see how this game starts. I think the, I think the Liberty know that the start is very important. And they can't let the Aces get too far away from them. Because I think if the Aces pull away again, they're not going to be able to make it back. Because the, the Aces have just been too good in the series. They have not allowed the Liberty to have chances to come back. Mm-hmm. The only so. thing that kind of the only thing that kind of works out in the Liberty's favor is that this is the only arena that that the Aces have not won in all season long. That might be the only thing going for them right now. Yeah, zero two at Barclays. Again, two of their four losses are to the New York Liberty. And then here, here, here's a telling stat, Gage, if you want to say it. 133 to 59 for the starting guards. One team shooting 52%, the other team's shooting 33%. And that is Inescu, Laney, Vandersloot versus Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, and Chelsea Gray. And this series has really been telling in terms of guard play and who is ready for not only is ready for prime time but is also they know what it takes to win at the biggest stage together well and also i think it could be a nerves thing because again this aces team's been there done that this liberty team is just trying to get there and yes they have they have finals experience john quill jones brianna stewart courtney vandersloot but still not as a team, not as a collective. They have not, as a team, fought this adversity. And we'll see if they can fight through that adversity here as they get ready for tip-off. And again, same lineups we've had this entire series. And Brianna Stewart has not matched Asia Wilson yet. We'll see if she can do it here tonight. Game one was close, but still in Asia Wilson's favor. Game two was all Asia Wilson, in my opinion. And this game three... You need to see the MVP be the MVP, Cage. You need Brianna Stewart to be the best player on the floor tonight if the Liberty want to win. And a lot of other things got to go their way because these two teams are too good to have one thing dictate the game. As John Quill Jones wins the tip and wore off. Vandersloot has been ice cold from the floor and they continue to go under her screens. Well, the... Piggyback off of what you said about Brianna Stewart. She's got to be the best player on both ends of the floor. Ooh, I, like, I, I did not like that shot by John Cole Jones at all, but I like how it started, Cage. When I talked about in game two, they need to get the ball inside. That's a good way to start. I don't like the shot selection, but I, I, like, I like the thought behind it. And that's a good sign for the Liberty defense. Bad shot by Brianna Stewart, but a good steal there off of Chelsea Gray. That's Gray had a good double-digit assist. Double that's digit two assist. Well, that's two good offensive possessions, but poor shot selection or poor. Now the Aces are making the result. unforced errors, Cage. Two turnovers turned off their first two possessions. And an un- that second turnover was really unforced. Chelsea, ball- Chelsea Gray just dribbling the ball off her foot. 
And she's been so good in this series, Cage. Now a little bit of a mismatch between Young. Ooh. Another good look for the Liberty, though. They don't make it. But again, another good look. The Aces have got to tighten up here on defense. Because those are those are some good looks. Eventually, those shots are going to fall. I like how the Liberty are playing the right way thus far. Now that's another miss. That's Aja Wilson with the first attempt there for the New York, or for the Las Vegas Aces, pardon me. Stewart with another three, but tipped in. By and that's Laney. Good job sticking to it on the offensive glass by Laney and tops it home after, I would say, a questionable shot from Brianna Stewart. I agree with you, but it was an open look. As nice job stepped through there by AJ Wilson. That was a beautiful step through. She's done that a lot this series, case doing that that nice step through. But mm. what a pass by Brianna, uh, Sabrina Anescu there to Brianna Stewart. And that's what she that's what she needs. What a first of all, what a dime by Anescu. But that's the sort of shots that Brianna Stewart needs to see fall down, fall to get her going. And that's John Cole Jones with. John Cole Jones with two impressive steals thus far. Ooh, bad pass there by Brianna Stewart, though. She gives it right back. Trying to get it to John Cole Jones. Concerted effort to get Jones into the post, but the pass, I, not so much. Got to be honest here, Cage. Two and a half minutes in. I love the intensity on defense of the New York Liberty. They're not letting any pass get away. They're not letting any ball be uncontested. They're doing a really good job here to start off this game against the Aces. They're making them uncomfortable, which is something they didn't do in the last two games. They have not made them uncomfortable. In this one, it's already started off testy for the Aces. There's just more one-on-one. And you'll live, with, you'll live with Asia Wilson going one-on-one -on -one like that. What you can't live with, what isn't excusable, is as Jones... Knocks down Placed the triple. It. What's inexcusable is getting repeatedly beat on backdoor cuts. So far, that hasn't. So far, that hasn't happened. It's been two really difficult, difficult shots in the lane by Asia Wilson. I'm surprised. He, oh, and it did, did Jackie Young makes the floater, but I'm surprised they didn't dominate that because they had Inescu on Stokes there. Stokes being the center for the Aces as Vandersloot another miss. Wanted the foul though. But Stokes had the mismatch there on an SQ, and she tried to hedge, which gave her even more space, but Stokes didn't try to attack. And to compound that miss from Vandersloot, she fouls Kelsey Plum on her drive to the lane. By the way, I can't believe AJ made that second basket on John Quill Jones. That was just bully ball right there. But then John Quill Jones said, try that and hit a three. So technically, Liberty won that exchange by one, but... Still, you know, and what's sad, Cage? We've been given all positive to the Liberty, and we're tied at seven all with Plum with one more free throw. I think it's just the the Liberty haven't making their shots. Couple open threes they've missed. Couple layups they've been able to cash as Plum gets the aces their first lead of the night. But this and, is the kind of start the Liberty needed. And some tough, tough makes there from the aces to start off this game. And specifically, and Angel Wilson. Ooh, I can't believe they gave that ball back to the Liberty. Stewart, I think, kind of knew she let that one go off the off the bump. But the referee disagreed with her. 
Becky Hammond's working the referee for it. And an SQ finally getting yourself going from three. Great screen there from Jones to free up Ginescu for the wide open three. And we, we've been talking about Vandersloot's struggles as nice Jackie Young shot gets blocked. Gray for three. No good. That was a good pass, though, by Plum after getting the offensive rebound. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not trying to like that defensive coverage at all, Cage. They almost get away with it, though. It, not a good shot by Brianna Stewart, and that should go Aces' way, and it does. I don't like that defensive cover by the Aces, though, because that was basically a hedge there on John Quill Jones, which I don't think you can do to a former MVP, Cage. I don't think I don't think you can hedge and try to let a former MVP have that much space to operate if they can get the pass off, of course. Yeah. And even though Courtney Vandersloot missed that shot, missed her first shot, I like the aggression. I liked how I liked how aggressive she was to get to the basket and look at the score. Mm. Oh, and they got it off Vandersloot. They were trying to force that foul onto her, and they got it. It's Jackie Young going to the line. And for Vandersloot, that's her second foul, I believe. And I honestly don't know, Cage, that's a foul on the offensive player, to be honest with you. That that might have been more on Young creating contact than Vandersloot creating contact there, but the referee does, get, does almost always give it to the offensive player, so Young will go to the line for two, makes number one. I'm with you there, Spencer. That was questionable, to say the least. And you want to talk about somebody who's really made an impact on this game, on this series, Jackie Young, averaging 25 per game on 58% shooting from the field. You know what's sad? I saw Kelsey Plum stat. She's averaging 24 and a half points a game. So you really, again, we talked about it in game two. You, there's kind of, you're spoiled for choice on who's finals MVP as of right now. Again, they still need to get a win here to the Las Vegas Aces. But right now, I think they're in a good spot. We've been talking a lot negatively about the Aces because of how good they've been in this series, and they have not been that tonight. But they're keeping with this Liberty team, even with the turnovers, even with the stalling in offense, even with the, the mismatches they haven't been able to capitalize on, offensively or defensively. There's a nice drive there by Plum, tried to sky it over John Cole Jones. That's a good help, though, by the center. Great help, by the way. Great help. Ooh, that might have been a travel there, Cage, but Inescu gives it off to John Quill Jones, and I think a timeout was taken there by the Aces. Even though the scoreboard does not indicate how this game has gone, the Aces have have been the better team throughout this first quarter. I think the Aces have had a better have had better shot selection. But I think the Liberty have done, again, for the first time in this series, Cage, they've made the Aces uncomfortable. Like, we have not seen yet in this series the Aces on offense be uncomfortable. Even in game one, early in game one, they weren't uncomfortable. It was uh, Maureen Johannes just making these absolute circus shots to keep her team in it. Mm. You know, in, in this game, they're actually making the Aces look uncomfortable, having unforced turnovers. Having bad passes, having good hedges, good switches, forcing tough sh tough shots and tough makes. We have not seen that yet. That this is a first, which again is a massive positive for the Liberty if they can keep it up. Because we haven't seen them do it yet, let alone keep it up. So now that they're doing it, Cage, we have to see if they can keep up this intensity on defense. 
And that's going to be the hardest thing to do. The biggest positive for me, for the biggest positive to see, like, like for me not to pull, for actually for either of us not to pull our hairs out, no points off of easy cuts to the basket. And I know for me and you, that really boiled our bloods there a bit, a bit during game two at how easy and, it was. And I'll explain why. The reason why cutting and cutting actions aggravate people like Cajun and I is because it's an effort thing. Cutting is is optimal, was optimal. Cutting and or motion-based offenses are of yesteryear. Everything people do now is off ball screens and off of off of actions that involve the ball, trying to create open threes. Motion offenses are almost always based off of getting the ball inside, guys cutting off those actions and trying to get easy layups. That's normally the, the game for, for cutting actions. And it's an effort thing. And it's a and it's a it's a mental thing. It's a focus thing. Because your your mm. offensive player, if you're if you're on defense, your offensive player should not cut by you three times and score three times. That should not and that cannot happen. Because that's an, that's an instant sub. That, that's a focus thing. You're getting pulled out after the second one. You know, if you get beat by a backdoor cut and you don't learn from your mistake the first time, you're getting pulled and you're getting yelled at by your coach like, "Hey, what in the hell are you doing? He beat you twice now on that same move. What are you doing?" You know it's coming. How did he beat you a second time? And if you go back on the floor cage and it happens a third time, you don't play the rest of the game. You're done. Okay, you, you, you didn't figure it out. We'll do it in practice then. You, you didn't figure it out. It's fine. Somebody else will do it. Absolutely. You, you, hit, it, you, you hit the nail on the head right there. So that is definitely a positive. But I, I think the defense of the Liberty has been my biggest, my, my biggest nice uh, – the nicest thing we've seen so far, Cage, is the defense right now by the New York Liberty tonight. Mm. And I guess home cooking really is a thing because with the crowd behind you. Yeah, but I, I think the problem with that logic, Cage, and I, and I don't disagree with it necessarily, it's just <laughs> if the Liberty want to win this series, they still got to go back to Vegas. And I know you and I have talked about how their, their two losses in Las Vegas were inexcusable. And they won't win this series. They won't even get back to Vegas with their performances. And right now, that's still the jury's still out. Right now, the Liberty are up 12-10 in the first quarter, but the Aces have looked pretty good. They haven't looked as dominant as normal, but I don't think the Liberty, the Liberty have played as bad to let them be as dominant. Jeez. As Alicia Clark is on the floor for Kia Stokes. Young trying to step through. Nescu does, but couldn't get the shot to go or the offensive. And they're going to call Young there on an escue. Good job by... Good job by Jackie Young trying to attack Unescu off of the dribble, but way to stay with it from Unescu. And they call a felder on Chelsea Gray on the shot by Manijah Laney. That should be three for Laney. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if she was inside the line when she shot that. Thing. I do want to mention this cage that Brianna Inescu has been light night and day from home and away. At, on the road, she averages 10 points a game on 35% from the three-point line. At home, she's averaging 18 a game in the playoffs at home with 42% from three. So 
So obviously Inescu's had problems on the road. So that also does bode well for the Liberty here if they can get her cooking. She missed number mm. one. She misses number two to Benajelani. So both free throws go for naught. So Gray's uh, foul really doesn't affect him too much. Is that three's off there for Jackie Young? Not really happy with that in transition three there to start off a shot clock. Mm. And Jones for three. It's good. That's two threes from John Paul Jones. And if you're the aces, that's not a good sign. She's already she's been arguably the only bright spot offensively for the Liberty in terms of efficiency from the field as a turnover. Plum gets it ripped out of her hands. Vandersloot wide open, and finally she hit one cage. It's 18-10 right off, of, right off an aces timeout. 8-0 run for Liberty. And seeing a shot like that fall for Courtney Vandersloot, holding the follow-through to has to be a relief. Not only to the Liberty fans, but for Vandersloot herself. As great defense there from Brianna Stewart, but Laney couldn't get a good hold of that ball, and it's back to the aces. You know what's sad, Cage? Guess who was guarding Vandersloot on that possession at the end? Aja Wilson. Aja Wilson looked at her and went, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay in the paint. But you can have that shot. And luckily for Vandersloot, she made it. Now they're doubling Chelsea Gray. Who luckily fights out of the double. Great job there by Gray, who will get the foul off of uh, Marina Johannes, who is in for, I actually couldn't tell who. Maybe, I see Laney. I think I saw Laney. Maybe Lady came out for after that time. It might have been, been for Vandersloot. See, I thought it would have been for Vandersloot. That's been the normal substitution, but because I saw Vandersloot just score, I wasn't sure if she just came out. But yeah, Gray to the line now. And Gray rattles in number one. So game four, if necessary, if the Liberty force a game four, it'll be Wednesday at 8 p.m. And then Friday, it'll be at nine. If there's if a deal for a game five. There's a win or goal, win, winner takes all game five. All right, now it's a winner stay home for the uh, New York Liberty. Mm -hmm. As Johannes with that sky path there to Stewart. Yeah. I really didn't really like that movement there by her. Back to her as Plum steals it, and they're going to call the foul on Plum. Which probably is the right call, Cage, on that particular possession. It might have been. You know, you know uh, after that initial questioning of the call, she just runs back on defense. Nice job there again. It's Clark on Stewart out for Jonquil Jones. Open for three again. Couldn't make that one, but she was two for two to that point. Hey, beat the hot hand. The, Aces, the Liberty are doing exactly that. Nice job by Jonquil Jones. Blocks Aja Wilson's effort after she got around Stewart. Inescu from the YouTube logo. It's good. Uh-oh. This is the first quarter the Liberty needed, Cage. This is this is the first quarter they needed. Their biggest lead in the finals right now up by nine. Gray trying to step through for Plum wide open and makes it. And Laney was there, but that was an open shot at the end of the day. At this level, that was an open shot. Mm -hmm. And credit to John Paul Jones. He's had a great first quarter in game three, game three on both both ends of the floor. As she pops a three short 
Agent Wilson's lucky there. She was kind of late on the late on the return path. She was late, later on the turn path there as Plumis passes there to Asia Wilson. And from behind the arc, the aces are one of four from behind the arc. The Liberty are five of eight. That was kind of a horn set there by the um, Liberty. Laney for Stewart, who's getting guarded by Alicia Clark. Oh, for Dolson, we saw, saw quite a lot of in game two. We didn't see her any in game one. She misses the three. The ace is down the other way. Plum attacking Stewart and gets it to go. They've been getting that switch a lot, Plum getting guarded by Stewart. And she hasn't been able to really attack it as of yet. That's her first time really being able to attack it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, interesting. And they're going to call that off of Stewart. Stewart asking for a foul. Can't believe she didn't get it. But I'm the Aces switching off balls has been really impressive there, especially on that possession. AJ Wilson went from about four different players in about three seconds there to switching three different players. And ooh, Dolson, bad pass there to Johannes as it's stolen right by Plum. Right idea of thinking that Johannes was going to cut to the basket, but ultimately for not. And this is kind of scary if you're the Liberty. You have dominated all quarter, but they have not really closed out this first quarter very well. As if these two free throws go down for Kelsey Plum. It'll be a 7-0 run since the Liberty took their largest lead of the finals. And if Plum makes both these free throws, Cage, she'll be on a seven-point run herself. As A.J. Wilson comes out, Stokes comes back in, so now it's Clark and Stokes in the post as Plum again. Four points, number seven in a row, and it rattles in and out. So it's only six in a row. As Stewart takes a tumble as she got the offensive, or got the defensive rebound, pardon me, and Ineski might get the last shot of the quarter here, up by three. We'll see if she can double it. Slip screen, basically, there by Stewart. Ineski trying to find some space. Does, floats it, rattles out, and that's unlucky there for Ineski. She's got to get that to got to get that to go, Cage. That was a pretty good but look. It was a million-dollar move, but a 10-cent finish. Right, if we still had pennies, Cage, I would have called it an a-cent finish. A-cent finish? A-cent, I mean, yeah. I mean, I still, I still keep pennies there in the basement of my house. Yeah, because that's because that's they're worth just about as much as your jump shot. Nothing. As uh, Plum now getting interviewed in the quarter in between, as we're getting ready for the second quarter between Liberty and the Aces, 21-18, Liberty lead. And it was a rather good first quarter. Probably the – I want to say it's the best quarter we've seen. And I know the first game's kind of been out of my memory for a while, especially with that absolute slaughter we saw in game two. But in all honesty, you know, I, I think we can easily say this has been their best quarter of the, of the series case here in game three. Oh, absolutely. And um, they've just made – for the better part of that first quarter, they made life difficult on the offensive end for the Aces. 
Now, I know they probably might have had better shot selection than the Liberty, but it was a lot more uncomfortable for the Aces to get into their offensive sets compared to the first two games. The first two games, it looked like they were playing Matador defense. Um, uh, but um, in game three, in game three so far, that has it's been a different story. And the, and the Liberty have missed some makeable shots. Um, so I, with that being said, at the same time, you got to be a little discouraged that it's only a three-point lead at the end of the first quarter. And you also be, have to be encouraged if you're an Aces, if you're the Aces too, because you haven't played your best basketball by far. This might have arguably been their worst quarter of the finals, and they're only down three.